Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutinde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutinde, how you doing on this rainy day? I'm doing wonderfully. It's a new year. I'm excited for 2023, and of course, there's always a topic <laughs> to talk about. So what are we talking about today? So today, we're going to talk a little bit about graduate school, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of students have graduated, um, and they have maybe taken some time to work, or you know how we talk about pre-planning. And so maybe you're pre-planning. Maybe you know that graduate school is already an option for you. So we mm-hmm. want to give some tips and talk a little bit about graduate school. What is it? Maybe some things to think about and something to mm-hmm. consider while you're at the community college, right? How do you how do you really take advantage of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a great uh, topic because a lot of students, especially when they're in their first or second year of, of, of school, don't even know what graduate school is. And sometimes, you know, when a student comes in and says, I want to major, I want to be a counselor. And then I tell them, well, and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to go and transfer and then become a counselor. And it's like, no, this is actually a long term plan that we're talking about. Right. So for a lot of professions that a lot of students major in, very often graduate school is is required to be able to to be able to actually work in that profession. Right. So if you want to be a psychologist, if you want to be a social worker, if you want to be a counselor, if you want to teach even, right, you've got to get a credential. And that often happens after you graduate your four-year school. So basically, to start off, grad school, graduate school is college after you've graduated college, <laughs> right? So you've done your four years, you've got your bachelor's degree, and then you're applying to graduate school. And that can take all different forms. So if you've heard of master's degrees, you know, doctorate degrees, all of that is what we consider graduate school, right? So it's what hap- it's it's getting a degree post your bachelor's degree. Absolutely. And then, you know, then you have that PhD, then you have that JD for law school, then you have the med the MD for medical school. Right. Yeah. And Those so are all graduate oh my schools. gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. so many yeah. options. Yes, yeah. Now, I I often um, when students ask you, well, is it worth it? What do you usually mm. tell students? a great question so you know to me it always depends really on the industry that you're doing if you're going to become a counselor like for example at the community college right we had to get our master's in counseling Mm -hmm. or some type of related field but highly recommend the counseling field Um, and so I always say let's look up what field that you're interested in and let's see what makes the most sense and so I, I always work backwards like, for example, something that I've noticed, uh, uh, something new that I've noticed with like kinesiology, like students that want to work like with physical therapy, like now there's there's a lot more schooling that has to come. And you have to kind of think about that early and understand those pieces early, because some of those classes that are maybe wanted for a kinesiology to bachelor's degree might be different for a master's program or a doctoral program. So those are things that that I always tell my students is it depends on the industry and let's work backwards. So sometimes I just jump on job sites and I say, okay, what's your ideal job? Let's talk about that. Let's put that down in the search menu. And so we search a few jobs and then we work backwards from there and we say, okay, what are the what are the degrees necessary? Sometimes you'll see like they'll say master's degree or five years of experience in this field, right? And so depending on the student, that's kind of how we play it. 
Yeah, that's such a great point. What I always tell students is I recommend looking at pay difference, right? Mm. Master's degree degrees can make a huge difference in terms of entry level pay, right? With your bachelor's and then professional level pay. So here's what I mean. If I were to be a nurse, right? With an associate's degree or with a bachelor's degree, very often I may not make as much as a nurse with a master's degree, right? Or so if you're considering, um, graduate school, one of the things you want to look at is how much of a pay difference will having that master's degree make. Uh, Another profession where that really makes a huge difference is social work, right? Bachelor's degree level social workers significantly make less than master's degree social workers, right? The difference can be anywhere from um, averaging about 40, 45,000 with a bachelor's level, depending on where you are in the country, to above 70 and higher, depending on your state, with a master's degree, okay? Um, And there are some professions where even to get the entry-level position, you really need the master's degree, right? So they don't say you have to have it, but the most competitive people have a master's degree. So I always, when students are sort of considering, well, I'm in my second year at the community college, and I'm interested in a profession that very often requires a master's degree. Is it you know, do I really have time for a five or six year plan? Does it make sense cost-wise for me to plan for five or six years, right? And and so sometimes it's doing the math as to whether or not, okay, the cost of going to grad school, right? Because it's not, it's not cheap. Um, and how much more money will you make? Will that degree pay for itself eventually, right? And then versus where you're at with your um, bachelor's degree. So those are all, sometimes it's, it's also math, you know, doing, doing the, the calculations as to whether the value is actually there. And very often the answer to that is yes, M- more likely than not. I love what you're saying about that, checking that cost-benefit analysis. And sometimes with your master's degree, you can look at different programs that you could either, you could work and they'll pay for your They'll pay for your master's degree, or you could work sometimes within within the university and you get some tuition reimbursement. So there's different ways also to try to get that degree if that's something that might be a barrier to you as a financial piece, because I know many of our students have to work, right, and they get out and then start working. Um, another thing that I didn't know that I just kind of want to throw out there is, you know, my wife's a teacher, and one of the things that I, I soon realized was, like, She's getting her credential. It was only like another semester to get her master's degree. And depending on how many units she had, she would get paid more, right? For So she can jump in as a teacher making more money by having that master's degree or some more college units, um, graduate level units while she's... Uh, while she's working and she, you know, she, you still have time to do that while she, you know, she got her first job and she kind of kept doing some of the, um, more courses so she can kind of move to the, uh, higher pay scale, which is really nice. Just like a little option. So I always say for those folks that are very interested in teaching, I know sometimes people say like teaching, you're not going to get paid a lot. I feel like I hear that often, but if you look at different districts or you look at different um you look at different way like pay scales through units sometimes you can get a decent starting job right and if you have that summer off you know sometimes there's opportunities to work in the summer as well 
or to maybe, hey, do something else in the summer that I feel like we're in a gig economy sometimes, right? <laughs> that you could do some type of consulting or something on the other side, right? As you get more experience. So there's different ways to play things. And I feel like if you love it, why not go for it? Absolutely. Everything you've said is right on. I, I couldn't I couldn't disagree with any of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what would be your one thing? What would you say is the takeaway uh, for students that are looking to um, that are considering these long term sort of long educational journeys? Right. That's not just at the community college, but post. Oh, gosh, I would say it's never too early to start looking. And the reason why, so some of the things that I've, do, I've done with my students is I've looked at their, why they're in their bachelor's degree. Can they take any prerequisites for their master's degree, right? So maybe they're thinking of, of doing a biology degree um, and their bachelor's, but then they really took the psychology class and they love it. And so they want to do something with psychology for their master's. Are there prerequisites that they can take? They don't have to go get another whole bachelor's degree in psychology. There might just be a few prerequisites that they can take to start off early. And I'm sorry, I'm going to expand on my one thing also is like sometimes some of the PhD programs have master's programs that like, let's say you start with your PhD, but maybe you don't finish. Life happens. You might end up with a master's degree still. So different ways and different options. And so if you research all of that early, I feel like you're going to set yourself in the best um, position to succeed. That would be my big one thing. How about you, you today? I love it. Three things in one. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, it's funny. funny. I think we're probably going to need a follow-up episode because when you said that, it made me think of so many other things. So I actually have three one things. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's do so it. the most important one being that because it's graduate school, just a, just a side note, the financial aid advisor in me you are not eligible for Pell Grants once you have a bachelor's degree. So you definitely want to think about, um, you know, public versus private and co- tuition-wise, there is going to be a more, more consideration. The good news is that there's still a lot of scholarships out there. So that is something that you want, definitely want to follow up um, with the school you're going to, what financial aid options are available, because there are definitely differences, you know, between your first degree and, and anything post uh, your first degree. The second thing that I um, would also tell students is that, as, as you said, there are a lot of combined programs out there, and um, there are there's so much varied option, fully online graduate school, you know, um, and so I would say explore and be open to all the things that you may not have been able to do as part of your undergrad. So going to school in a different area than where you grew up or, um, you know, ex- going to a different type of school. So if you went to a UC and you want to go to a state school or you went to a state school, and you want to go to a UC, just, just explore all the different options and all the various types of programs out there, but definitely look for something that allows you to get some fieldwork experience. That's really, really important. That's a really important part of, of graduate school as well and enjoy the journey and then my last thing (laughs) would be (laughs) that don't feel pressured to think that you have to if I had gone to grad school right after undergrad I would have chosen an MBA which would not have been the right path for me because I chose to work first I found the right career for me and then went and did a master's degree in that career and I actually lied I actually have one more if you do have interest in a certain area and there's a minor available, it's very possible that some of those prerequisites you need for grad school could be units of a minor. 
Yes. Right. Yes. So maybe you could pick a minor. So like, let's say you're interested in psychology and 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 there are some social work courses that you're interested in. Take some and pick up a minor and then go pursue your um, advanced degree. And that's a way of exploring that profession as if to see if it's really something you want. And that would be it for me. <laughs> awesome. I love those tips. I think you're right. Is you know what? Maybe we're going to definitely have to do a follow up on this. Uh-huh. There's, there's some of the pieces I feel like we can get a little more in depth. And for your listeners out there, we hope you like. Please rate, subscribe, and review our podcast. We're trying to get out there as much as we can. Please remember all of this information is for informational purposes only. Check in with a counselor, your advisor, uh, or whoever you feel that you can definitely talk to to learn more about your educational opportunities that are out there. So Yutunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.